Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Tonight's daf has been dedicated in memory of Allegra Bat Pauline, dedicated by Mr. Michael Franco. Allegra Bat Pauline, Ruach Hashem, Tanihena Began Eden, Amen. Tonight's staff is being studied by Ilun Nishmat, Hacham Baruch, Rafael Ben Miriam, and Abraham Ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tanihem Began Eden, Amen. Tonight's staff is also being studied by Ilun Nishmat, Harav Mekubal, Rabbenu Yitzhak Kaduri, Ben Tufecha, Ruach Hashem, Tanihenu Began Eden, Anion, Amen. Amen. We are going to begin tonight on the bottom of Yud Zayin. Actually, we will start from the Ibaya Lehu, which is three, four, five, six lines from the bottom. Just let us review uh, to give a little introduction. Uh, if you remember in the last sugya of the few pages, we did quote a Braita, and we quoted an opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. The discussion in that Braita was the status of mashkim, liquids and their susceptibility to tum'ah. Rabbi Yehuda originally held that mashkim do accept tum'ah midi'uraita and also have the ability to transfer tum'ah to other things, for example, to other ochlim, to other foodstuff, and to kelim as well. That was Rabbi Yehuda, that was the strictest opinion, incidentally, in the Braita, that this Tum'ah Deoraita for Mashkim, the Tameh Aherim, Ben Bekelim, Ben Beochrim. However, the Gemaran Yudzain Amudbet challenged that opinion, and then concluded in its final answer that the Yehuda actually recanted. He actually uh, retracted from that opinion, and he holds that uh, Mashkim, Mideoraita do not have the ability to metameh other things. So now the Gemara's question is, well, we prove from the Gemara that they do not have the ability to metameh kelim. So we know that he retracted from that opinion. Now the Gemara's go on to know, what about ochlim? Did he retract from that opinion also that mashkim do not have the ability to metameh ochlim mideoraita? When you say he retracted, to what extent? So that's the Gemara's question here. The Gemara says, "Ibayelehu mekelimu dehadarbe, avad beochlim kerebi Yosef rebi Shimon svirale." That they hold that in a chenamid that mashkim can be metame ochlim in the oraita, or dilma legamre hadarbe, or maybe he retracted totally. Kerebi meir, like Rabbi Meir said, that ochlim are not metame other things in the oraita, not kelim and not ochlim. Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, so Rabbi Nachman bar Yitzchak comes against the proof. Tashema. Now, just to review, there is. Uh, special waters that are called mehatat. What is mehatat? Those are the waters that are used in the mixture uh, to make the uh, purification of something that became tameh met. Uh, they mix these holy waters with the ashes of the paraduma, and of course they use it to sprinkle. Now there's a paradox regarding the waters of the 
Efer HaPara or the Mechatat. Well, they themselves have the ability to purify others. Uh, however, those that come in contact with the Mechatat, they themselves become Tameh. As a matter of fact, uh, the status of Mechatat is an Avatumah. And therefore it has the ability to metameh all those that come in contact with it. So the Gemarana gives an interesting case. Tashema para, that's a cow. Sheshateta mehatat. So the cow ended up drinking the mehatat. So the first opinion says, Besara tameh. The flesh of the para becomes tameh. That she says why, the bottom line. Shemekabeletumah mehen. Because the evra para touches the flesh of the animal, and therefore it a, has a ability to contaminate. Which means mechatat is an avatumah, therefore can metameh adam, it can make kelim, and that's a stringent tumah, or the more so it can metameh basar, which would be considered ochel, which means the flesh of the cow is considered ochel. Good, that's the first opinion. Rabbi Yudaomer, batlu bemeeha. He says no. Once the cow ingests the uh, water, they become batel, meaning they're not considered anymore if mehatat, uh, and therefore they do not have the ability, seemingly, to metame the flesh. Oh, so what does that sound like? That Rabbi Yudas holding that mashkim now lose their ability to metame ochlim as well, which means when he retracted, he retracted from everything. Why? Why should these uh, uh, um, this waters metameh? Uh, so let's read the Rashi. Batlu b'me'aiha de'enam reuyim lemechatat. Finish. Once it's in the cow's uh, stomach, they're not worthy for mechatat anymore. Ve'en od sheman alehin, and they lose their. We'll call it their name. It's not called anymore mechatat. Now watch. And if you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yehuda holds that Meshkim can metameh ochlim, let's think what happened over here. True, it's not considered mehatat anymore. It loses its status, correct? Once it goes into the uh, the animal's uh, stomach. But what? Tum'ah, it didn't lose. It might not be considered mehatat. But for example, the mehatat, if it touches a keli, it has the ability to metameh. If it, if it touches, let's say, Adam has the ability to metameh. All the more so, it touches itself. The mehatat is touching itself, correct? Certainly there's going to be tum'ah on these waters. Even if you don't consider it mehatat anymore, mm. since it touched itself, there is going to be a certain tum'ah on the waters. So I don't care if you don't call it mehatat. And still, what is he saying? These waters that seemingly have tumah on them do not have the ability to metameh the basar. Why? Because obviously he's holding midoraita mashkim are not metameh ochlim. Oh, they're only metameh midrabanan. But in this case, even the rabbis didn't make a gezerah because it's loshchiyach. It's not a prevalent case that a cow is going to swallow mehatat. They have to make a gezerah and say that the maim is going to metamid the basar. So therefore from here, the Gebara wants to prove that inachet amera b'yehuda retracted totally. Again, the proof being the fact that he says the basar is tahor, right? It says, batlu b'me'eha, that's the, that, he didn't say tahor, let's be precise. His language was batlu b'me'eha. We're understanding that to mean that batlu b'me'eha from being mehatat, 
And once they're batil from being mehatat, it's not going to impact the basar at all. Even though the kaora, the waters themselves should retain certain tumah being that they touch themselves. And still you're telling me what? It's not mitameh the basar. Must be that mashkim are not mitameh ochlin medoraita. And in this case, even the rabbis did not impose a gezerah because loshchiyah. It's a case that is not so prevalent. Therefore, the rabbis don't have to put a restriction. So the Gemara said, the Gemara is going to speak this out. The is al kadatach mekedimu dehadarbe. If you're going to tell me that he only retracted from his deen of but when it comes to Ochlim, he holds that Mashkim Armit Tameh Ochlim Midoraita, Amai Batlu, Bemeha, Legamre. Which means, why are you telling me that they become totally nullified in the stomach of the Parah? True, they won't maybe be able to be Metameh Kelim. They're not considered Mechatat anymore. A Keli can only become Tameh from an Av. So true, you want to tell me it's batel, meaning it's not an av maybe, so it won't be able to be mitameh kelim. However, tum'akala miha nitme'u. But still it should have the ability to mitameh, right, as a status of a rishon at least, to be mitameh ochlim. And from the fact that he said it's not mitameh the basar, must be that what he holds midde'oraita, mashkim are not mitameh ochlim. So that's the proof. Mm-hmm. Comes the Gemara and says, no, no proof. My batlu b'me'ayha. What did he mean when he said batlu b'me'ayha? They become nullified. Batlu mitumah hamura. That's what he meant to say. That they become batel from having the ability to mitameh kelim. Aval tumah kala, but a minor tumah mitameu. And therefore, in a chenameh. I could really argue with you that really the biyuda can hold that mashkim are mitameh ochlim medoraita. Aye, so why in this case over here, uh, you said the basar is not tameh? He never said the basar is not tameh. All he said was, is batlu b'me'eha. What does it mean batlu b'me'eha? They lost their status of mehatat, meaning they're not considered a avatum'ah, meaning batlu legabeh, they will not be able to be metameh, kelim, but they still retain the status to metameh, Oklim, ability metameh basar. So that we have no proof that he retracted from that. So the Gemara says, Michlal de Tanakama Savar Tumah Hamura Name Metamu. Well, obviously there's a machlok in this right? There was a Tanakama and a Biuda. But obviously Tanakama is saying more than a Biuda. So he must be saying that what? That when the cow swallows the effort of the if the mechatat. It has the ability to metameh even kelim, even tumah hamura. If that's so, ha besarat ketani. So why did he only say besarat tanakama? Tanakama should have said not only besarat meaning even kelim that touch it will become tameh. So they were to learn like this, it, it makes the tanakama uh, it doesn't make any sense. Because again, if you're telling me according to Rabbi Yehuda that he's really holding what. Batlu meaning it doesn't have the ability to be considered mechatat hamura. But what? Tumakala meaning ochlim. It has. Good. That means Tanakama was arguing must hold that it even has the ability to metameh hamura, meaning kelim. Now, so how come they only said metameh basar? It's more than basar. So the Gemara says. So you have to say the following. Kula The whole 
statement of Braitha is actually one opinion. There's no two opinions here. The Braitha is missing some words, and this is the way he's supposed to say it. Para sheshateta mechatat. The cow drank the mechatat. Pesara tameh. Bameh devarim amurim tum'akala. That's talking about the gabet tum'akala. Meaning tameh ochlim. אבל תומאה חמורה, לא. בתמתמא כלים, לא. שרבי יהודה אומר, בטלו במעיה. כזה ביהודה אוז, אתה become nullified in the stomach of the cow. therefore they lose the status of אבא תומאה. therefore they have the status of the רישון, they can only מתמא אוכלים. so we have no proof that he retracted from the deen of אוכלים. that's one way of learning. רבשה has a different way. רבשה אמר, רבשה comes along and says, Really, I'll tell you now. The water in the cow's stomach is batel legamre. Meaning, not only it's not considered mechatat, it's not even considered rishon, it's nothing. It's, and it, it's not considered at all, no status. Why? This is considered a putrid or a spoiled mashkeh. It, it loses the status of a mashkeh. Which means, when does the Torah say a mashkeh has the ability to metameh? Uh, That's already when it's, when it's uh, normal, before it becomes, uh, let's say, uh, spoiled. <laughs> However, this over here is considered mashkeh uh, saruach, uh, because the pasuk says, Asher Yishateh. Asher Yishateh means it has to be drinkable. This over here, it's in the cow's stomach. Anybody going to drink it? So therefore... What is Avashir really trying to say? I can tell you that really the Biuda holds there is Tum'ah from Mashkim to Ochli Midoraita. In this case over here, the reason why it's not Mitamed Basar, because it's not considered water anymore. Because it's considered Mashkesarua. That's what Avashir's answer. The Biyose, now we continue learning the Braita. New point. The Braita continued. The Biyose, the Bishimon Omrim. Now, if you remember the opinion of Rabbi Yosin and Rabbi Shimon, they had like this mashkeh. Is mekabel tumame deoraita in order to metameh ochlim, which means kikarot, loaves of bread, like we gave the example, but not for kelim. They split the uh, ticket. They said that it's metameh for one item, but not metameh other items. So the Gemara says, Amar Abba Barhanna, Amar Ishtakish, Rabbi Yoseh, Bishitat, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbo Amra. Where did Rabbi Yoseh get his opinion? He got it from his rabbi, Rabbi Akiva. Okay, that she proves to us in the second Yabamot that Rabbi Yoseh was indeed a student of Rabbi Akiva. Well, what did Rabbi Akiva say? The Darish, Yitma, Yitameh. It was Rabbi Akiva that made a dirasha on the word Yitman the Torah, but he read it as if it says Yitameh. Yitameh means it has the ability to convey Tum'ah to others. Why? What did Rabbi Akiva say? Now mind you, Rabbi Akiva was not talking about Mashkim. Rabbi Yoseh is going to borrow Rabbi Akiva's shita by Ochlim and use it by Mashkim. Because we have a pasuk by Ochlim that says the word Yitma. And Rabbi Akiva is going to say, read it Yitameh. So Rabbi Yosef is going to say, well, just like you said by Ochlim, Yitmah Yitameh. So say by Mashkin also, Yitmah. Yitameh, he has the ability to Yitameh. Others, Yitnan, we have a Mishnah. Bo Bayom, the Rashi Akiva. On that day, 
Rabbi Akiva gave the following dirasha. Now we have a rule in Shas. Whenever it says Bo Bayom, that's the day that they deposed Rabban Gamliel from his presidency and they installed Rabbi Al-Azhar bin Azariah. On that day there were many students that entered the yeshiva and there was a tremendous amount of pilpul amongst the students and a lot of Hindushim was said. So therefore Bo Bayom, on that day, Darash Rabbi Akiva. And we quote the Pasuk. Techol kili hairis. Asher yipol mehem el tocho. Kol asher betocho yitma. Okay? And the end of the Pasuk says, Veoto tishmoru. Eno omer tame. Sorry. Veoto tishmoru. Eno omer tame. It doesn't say that the item in the vessel is tame. Ela yitma. Yitame aherim. Now let me give you the case. The case is as follows. You have a kili hairis. It's an earthenware vessel. There's an important law in the laws of Tumab and Tara regarding earthenware vessels. An earthenware vessel can only be mitameh ma'aviro. Which is the Tumah has to enter the airspace. Doesn't have to even touch it. So long as the Tumah enters the airspace of the kili hairis, it has the ability to mitameh the kili hairis. Now, let's take a case where you have a kili hairis. And the pasuk is really talking about there's food in the kili hairis. Okay? So far everything is tahor. Kemesheritz. Right, the sheritz is an avatum a. It was suspended in the airspace of a kelihiris. Good. What happens? What happens is the keli becomes a rishon. In turn, it makes the food that's inside the keli a sheni. Now the pasuk says, "Kol asher betocho yitma." So that makes the food a sheni. The biakiba says, "Read it as if it says yitame." And therefore he says a big hadush that this food over here can now mitameh something else which we'll see later on in the Gemara what that something else is but it can make something else a shilishi. That's the Biyakimah's hadush. Now let's read that inside. Limed al-kikar sheni From this pasuk we learn that if you have a kikar sheni that was in the keli hayres that became tameh she'oseh shilishi beholin that's able to make a shilishi yitameh Right? If a shini touches something else, it can make it indeed a shirishi. So that's where Rabbi Akiva learned. Again, Rabbi Akiva never discussed mashkim. But Rabbi Yosei's student said, once I learned from my rabbi, that you have this mirash of yitma, and you can read it. Yitameh. So, he said, I'm going to use it now. The gabeh mashkim. Now, incidentally, uh, these pesukim that we're quoting are in Vayikra Yud Aleph, Pasuk Lamed Gimal, and Pasuk Lamed Dalet. So they're actually back to back to each other. The next pasuk I'm going to read it to you is uh, I'm going to read it to you before I read it inside the Gemara. I just want to get you familiar with the pasuk. Mikola ochel asheri achel asheri abo alav ma'im yitma bechol mashke asheri shate bechol kli yitma. So this pasuk over it says whether it was food that was in the uh, keli or whether it was mashke yitma. So what did he say? Ve'acha hechi darish. What did Rabbi Yosef? What was his darash? Ve'chol mashke asher yishate bechol kli keli yitma yitame letame tumat ochlim. Oh, so therefore he learns what that mashkim have the ability to mitame tumat ochlim. That is the proof of Rabbi Yosef. Now wait, you could challenge that. Well, it just says yitame. It doesn't tell me what. Mm. So therefore I could argue, maybe when it says Yitameh, it means even to Mitameh, Kelim. How do you know on that word Yitameh, that beverages can only Mitameh, Ochlim? Maybe it's even Kelim. So the Gemara asks, Ata Omeh Litameh Tumat Ochlim. 
you're learning automatically that it means tamet tamet oklim, or eno el tamet tumat mashkin, or maybe it is only the gabe tumat mashkin. How do you know what it's coming to exclude? You don't even introduce uh, kelim. Maybe it's other mashkin. Meaning, maybe the hadush of the Torah is yitameh that these beverages that became tameh have the ability to mitameh other beverages. Comes the Gemara and says, Amart lo kachaya. It can't be. Gemara says, My lo kachaya. What does it mean? It cannot be. Amara papa lo matsinu tum'a she'ose kayotseba. We have a rule in Tum'a Vitara. Add this to the rules. A item that's tameh cannot make its own species tameh. Which means a mashkeh cannot be metameh a mashkeh. Or an ochel cannot be metameh an ochel. So therefore you can't tell me you can't tell me that the Torah, when it's said by the Mashkei Yitameh, it means to other Mashkin. Because we have a rule already. The rule says it doesn't work. So therefore, what it must it be? It must be the Mashkei has the ability to metameh a ma'achal. Good? Accept the rule. That's the rule. Look at the second line in the she in the wide lines. Lo matzinu yoseba like we're going to learn later on, you have to remember, although we're giving the derasha yitameh, but the word is yitma. Right. Now you have to learn something from the word yitma, what it says. And you know what the Gemara is going to learn from the word yitma? It itself becomes tameh, but something like it does not become tameh. Meaning, only this mashkin becomes Tameh, but it cannot be Tameh other Mashkin. And if the same thing if it was, Ochel to Ochel. So therefore when the Pasuk says, Yitmah by Mashkin, it must be talking about, Mashkin have the ability to be Tameh, Ochlin, Medeoraita. That's one answer. Whose answer is that? That's the Papa's way of learning. Now we give a different answer. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, forget about it, you don't even need rules. You could deduce this from the Pasuk itself that it's talking about Ochlin. From the actual pasuk itself, lo matzit amart yitma yitameh tumat mashkin. From the pasuk itself, you cannot learn that it's referring to that the mashkin are going to be mitameh other mashkin. Why? The isal kadatach yitameh de sefa litameh tumat mashkin yitameh de reshanameh litameh tumat mashkin. Which means if you're learning that both the beginning of the Pasuk and the end of the Pasuk, because it says the word Yitma twice. Mm-hmm. Again, I will read the Pasuk for you. If you look on your margins, you can read the Pasuk as well. That's Pasuk Lamed Dalid. Mikol ha'ochel, asher ye'achel, asher ye'avu alamayim, Yitma. Right? Second part of the Pasuk. Bechol mashkeh, asher ye'shateh, bechol kli, Yitma. So there's a resha of the Pasuk, and there's a sefa of the Pasuk. Now, if you're telling me that the sefa of the pasuk is mashkim, and they build him a tamim mashkim, yeah, and you're telling me that what in the resha of the pasuk in the the beginning by the ochel, you tell me the ochel also has the ability to mitameh mashkim. 
So therefore, the Torah did not have to write it in two parts. The Torah could have said, I'm paraphrasing out so then I'll read it inside. It could have just said, when it comes to Ochil, and when it comes to Meskim, Yitma. Meaning, it's not the same thing. Meaning, let the Torah exactly combine it and say it together. How? Continue. Why does it have to say it twice? Ah, Elam must be that it's talking about two different things. Meaning, when it was referring to the Ochlim, yes, Ochlim is metameh, only Meskin. Because again, Ochlim will be metameh Meskin, and when it said Meskin, it meant yitameh to Ochlim. Very good, that's why it says Tameh twice. And the Gemara says, Ela, Yitma Deresha. The Yitma of the first part of the Pasuk by Ochel, Letameh Tumat Meskin. That's foods. The Meskin. Yitma Desefa. Very good. So that's the way Ravina learns. But basically, it's the same conclusion that this is the source for the Bihuda, how he knows that this Tumat Ochlim in the Torah, Litame Ochlim. Right from the Pasuk uh, that we just quoted. Baruch Comes Gemara and continues and asks the following question. Now we go to that question. Now the Gemara's question is like this. Okay, so you're telling me Meshkim definitely have the ability to something. And you want to tell me that something is Ochlim. Go even further. Maybe it has the ability to Kelim. The Pasuk doesn't say what it's going to be it just says Yitma. And you're learning Yitame. So maybe it's Kelim. Now that's a problem because the Bihuda clearly said it does not have the ability to metame kerim only again medoraita only oklim. So the Gemara asks this question: the ema Gemara says the ema the temeta kerim. It's impossible. I would never think that they love kavahomeru. I would make a kavahomer to tell me that that's not so. How uma keli. The keli, that's metameh the mashkim. You have the keli hairis. The mashkim is inside the keli hairis. How did the mashkim become tameh? Via the keli. The sheres was metameh the keli. The keli was metameh the mashkim. So, uma keli. Shemetameh mashkim. En metameh keli. But the keli itself cannot metameh another keli. Mashkin habain mahmatkli. The mashkin that are coming as a result of a tumah that came from a keli. Enodin shaloi tameta keli. Or the most of it should not be metameta keli. Which means if the source that was metameta mashkin, which is the keli that was metameta mashkin, cannot metameta another keli. Because a keli cannot metameta keli. Or the most of the mashkin that became tameta from a keli cannot be metameta keli. So it's a kabahomer. Why would ever think that? Mm, sure. So comes the Gemara and says, Gemara says, wait. The Ema, maybe I'll say like this. Kilo metameu mashkin abain mahmat keli. Yeah, I agree you have a good kabahomer if the tum'ah emanated from a keli. 
Because Shekad Muhammad is, if the Keli itself cannot be Mitame Keli, something that became Tamir from a Keli cannot be Tamir Keli. However, Abba Mashkin Abim Mahmat Sheritz. Oh, but let's say you have Mashkin that became Tamir from a Sheritz. Directly. How can a man, the Mitamu Mashkin, how can a man, the Mitamu? Question mark. Which means, in this case over here, you don't have the Yikal Muhammad. Because I'll tell you, just like a Sheritz. Right? Can be metame'i keli. Right? And therefore, let's say the sheritz touches mashkin. So these mashkin also have the ability to metame'i keli. It's not less. Yeah. So therefore, which means true, you only prove to me that maybe kelim, that mashkin that became tame through kelim cannot be metame'i kelim. But maybe mashkin that became tame through sheritz, maybe they have the ability to metame'i kelim. So the Gemara says, wait. Gemara says, Mashkina ba'in mahmat sheritz. Hold it. We don't have anywhere in the Torah that talks about a sheritz being able to be metameh mashkin by itself. But it's true, it can be metameh. But how do you know it from? So the Gemara says, Vilab Don't we know it from a kalbachomer? Which means, the, how do we know that mashkin can metameh? Can become tameh from sheritz? It's really learned out, not from an explicit pasuk. It's learned out from a kavahomer. And what is the kavahomer? So the Gemara says, Uma mashkin, habain mahmat keli, metamein. Which means you have a mashke that becomes tameh through the keli, and the keli became tameh through a sheritz. So if the sheritz that was metameh keli, and the keli kid metameh the mashkin, mashkin abain mahmat sheritz, don't go shaken. All the more so the sheritz can go direct and metameh the mashkin themselves. So that is learned from a kadahomet. Now, we have a rule when it comes to learning things from a kadahomet. <coughs> that, exactly, the rule of dayo. That whenever you learn something from a kabahomer, it cannot be better than which with the source that you're learning it from, which means it cannot be stricter. It takes on at least the same stringencies or the same leniencies, whatever it has. That's the law of dayole bamin hadin liyot kenidon, which means you can't come along and say, "Oh, not only going to learn it from there, but we're going to say it's even more strict." Hey, your whole source is from there, so it has to take on whatever the Origin of your kadahomer was. So the Gemara says, <coughs> which means, now I'll tell you, since the whole source of Sheretz Tum'ah is where is deduced, is derived from the Kelim. And since we know by Kelim, as we just proved from another kadahomer, that what? It only has the ability to metame, ochlin, the mashkim, but not kelim, so therefore tumat sheretz to mashkim is not going to have to build the mitameh kelim as well, based on the principle of dayo. I repeat again, since you're looking for what mashkim to mitameh kelim, so the Gemara well, how about maybe mashkim that became tameh from a keli? Gemara says no, no, mashkim that became tameh from a keli for sure they cannot become uh, mitameh keli. Why? Because the keli itself. Cannot. So the mashkim that became tamir through? Okay, fine. But maybe from a sheritz. If the mashkim came tamir from a sheritz, the whole source of tumat sheritz the mashkim is from the keli. And therefore cannot be better and just more hamur. And therefore just like the 
כשמשקיעים מחמת כלי כנראה מטמא כלים, סוטו מחמת שרץ כנראה מטמא כלים. So therefore we proved that what? We proved that they are, and therefore it's only אוכלים ענת כלים as well, not כלים. Comes the Gemara and says, Okay, Gemara says, Yitma Deresha. Now we go to the Ochel part of the Pasuk. That's the Deresha of the Pasuk. Hechi Darish. What was the Deresh that you made? How did you make the Deresha? It says, Mikola Ochel, Asher Yachel, Asher Yavo Alav Maim, Yitma. Yitame, Detame Tamashkin. Very good. So we said that what? Food stuff that becomes Tame in the Kerihares. Tumade oraita. Now it has the ability to metame what? Mashkin. So the Gemara says, Ata omer letameta mashkin. You're telling me mashkin. O eno el letameta keli. Which means maybe even better. Maybe I'll tell you these food stuff over there became tame. Well, it says yitma, yitame. Maybe it can be metame even a keli. So the Gemara says, Amar kavahomer. I'll tell you again. Kavahomer. And what's the kavahomer? Uma mashke. Well, this is a different Kavahomer that we learned. Now, granted, the Gemara could have brought the Kavahomer that we just said, but the Gemara chose to bring uh, this one because it's quicker. And bringing the other Kavahomer, it's more verbose, so the Gemara chose to bring this Kavahomer. What is this Kavahomer? Umam Mashke. Shemitame Ochel, like we just proved. Mashke Torah can be Mitame Ochlim. Eno Mitame Keli. But the mashke cannot be metame keli. Ochel, she'en metame ochel. Ochel, that does not metame ochel. En odin shelo yitame keli. So that's the kada homer. Again, if a mashke that can be metame ochlim, but cannot be metame keli, ochlim, that cannot metame ochlim, en odin, that they should not have the ability to metame keli. So the Gemara says, Ha-ma'ani mikayim yitma. Oh, so what is then the Tum'ah by Ochlim? What is it? What does it teach me? Letameta mashkim. In order to convey Tum'ah to mashkim. And then the Gemara throws in a couple extra words here. What does it say? Shehen alulin lekabel Tum'ah. Exactly. There's a proneness for mashkim to receive Tum'ah. Now, the Gemara is going to explain what does those uh, words mean that there's a proneness for mashkin to receive tum'ah. Which means the Chaura, just tell me that what? It says yitameh. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're telling me it cannot be ochil, because ochil cannot be mitameh ochil. It can't be kelim because you have a kalbahomer. So what are you left with? You're only left with mashkin. So what do you tell me? Shehen alulim lekabel tumah. It's got nothing to do with it. It's, 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 it's the only thing left. We we, we know it's got to be mitameh something. So the Gemara says, My idiyam mashkin mishum da alulim lekabel tumah. What did you got to throw that in there and say mashkin because there's a proneness for it lekabel tumah? Chipukle mishum delekamidi harina. Just. Solve because nothing else. The process of elimination. You told me yitma yitame. Kelim can be coming out the homin. Okay, okay, we know already. Doesn't work. Now what are you left with? There's got to be mashkim. What's the proneness? So the Gemara says, "Haki kamar." So the Gemara says like this: 
This is what it meant to say. Maybe you'll argue with me and say like this. Maybe you'll tell me, you know. Ochil is more hamur than mashkin. You know why? Demetamim mashkin. Ochil has a humrah over mashkin. Mashkin cannot be metamim mashkin. But ochil can be metamim mashkin. So therefore, since ochil can be metamim mashkin, maybe it can also be metamim keli. So that that gives us nitmiyel keli. Therefore, maybe ochil should be metamim keli because of that humrah. Gebra says, no. Hahu humrah de mashkinu. That humrah that we said, food could metameh mashkin, don't look at it from the humrah of the food. We look at it as that's the humrah of mashkin. You're looking at it from the wrong side. It's not considered the humrah of ochlin. Why? Mishum de mashkin alulin de kabel tum'ah. Because, yeah, it's proneness to tum'ah mashkin. So therefore, if food is metamim mashkin, it's because of humrah mashkin. So therefore, you can't tell me, oh, what do you mean? I have a humrah by oklin. Uh, look at it. It's able to be metamim even mashkin. And therefore, it's metamim kelim. No, no, no. It's not the humrah of the okhil. It's the humrah of the mashkin. So that shen alunin was in order to um, cancel out this potential question that you might have asked. Now the Gemara asks, what is the proneness that Mashkim uh, have? Shemekablin tum'ah shelo behekshir. Liquids don't have to be mukhsar first. Meaning, all food stuff, as we learned many times, they have to become wet first by one of the seven Mashkim with the whole law of how it has to become wet, etc. And then it becomes tabeh. The hadush is liquid, finished, it's wet already. And therefore, it's mekabel tum'ah immediately. That is its proneness. Comes the Gemara and says, Yitma'ah, from the fact that the Torah used the word Yitma'ah, without the dirashav Yitma'ah, Yitma'ah itself teaches us what? The item itself, this foodstuff, or this mashkeh, becomes tameh, but something like it, does not. If that is the source, how you know that an ochil cannot metame an ochil, or a maske cannot metame a maske. So the Gemara says, Yitma de en ose keyotseba. From there you learn that it cannot make something like it tame. So the Gemara asks, Mehacha nafka. Is this is from here? Is here where you learn it from? This rule that okay, can I make okay, the mashke not the mashke, mehatam nafka. We learn it from somewhere else. Where is this? Vayikra yud alef pasuk lamenchet. Vechi yutan maim al zera. Venafal meniblatam alav tameulachim. Okay, you have a zera, you have like a seed. It was mukshar, water fell on it, so it was wet. And then a nevela, which um, uh, exudes tumah. So it fell onto the zera, and therefore it's metamedi zera. Okay, that's the pasuk of the Torah. You have a zera became what? The nebula fell on it. It becomes tamed. So let's read the pasuk again. Vechi yutan ma'im al zera v'nafam nilatab alav tamehu. So the Gemara makes a derasha. Hu tameh ve'en osetumah kayoseba. Oh, from the fact that it says, Tamehu, 
the zera is tameh, this one. But it cannot mitameh another zera. So then we have two pesukim to teach us the same principle. So Kavzi Gemaran says, Had b'mashkin abayin mahmat sheretz, Had b'mashkin abayin mahmat keli. Yeah, you have two pesukim over here, and it's going to teach me that it's two different types of mashkin, for example. You have a mashke that became tameh via a sheritz, or you have a mashke that became tameh via a keli. Either one does not have the ability to metameh another mashke. You need both. Let's go by the mashkin first. You need two pesukim to teach you the hadush of mashke. I don't care how the mashke became tameh. Whether it became tameh from a sheritz, it cannot be tameh another mashke. Whether it became tameh from a keli, that a sheritz it cannot be tameh another mashke. So the Gemara says, v'tziriche, and you need two pesukim to teach us that. Why? If you only told me the case where it became mahmat keli, I would say mishum de lo hamiri. I would say, okay, because it's not so hamur, because the sheritz made the keli rishon, right, so the rishon made the keli, the mashkin a sheni, that's why I say, for it's not so hamur. But here, have a the sheritz touched it, it's a rishon, the hamili, ema ose tumah, kayotzeba. I would say, maybe it can transfer the tumah even to a, another mashkin, so they put sinicha, you need both. So the Gemara says, "V'lishmeinan maskina bein mahmat sheretz ve'koshiken maskina bein mahmat keli." Oh, so tell me just one case, and I know the other one from the Kavahomer. Meaning, tell me the case of sheretz, and I'll know if in the case where sheretz such as a maskeh, it cannot be tamei another maskeh. Koshiken, if it came to a keli, then the Gemara says, "You're right," but we have a rule: milta de'atya bekalvahomer. That sometimes things that could have been deduced from a kavahomer, the Torah in any event troubles itself and writes it. That's a principle, which means, of course, we'd rather not give that answer if we can give a, another answer, but sometimes that's what it is, you write. Even things that are deduced from a kavahomer, the Torah troubles itself and writes it. Good. Now let's go back. In the beginning of tonight's piece, we said that Rabbi Yoseh, he got his idea from his rabbi, Rabbi Akiba. Mm-hmm. Meaning, when he heard Rabbi Akiba say by Ochlin, Yitma, Yitameh, so he came along and said, Oh, I'm going to take Mashkin that also says Yitmah, and I'm going to say Yitameh, and therefore, like the Gemara concluded, it's Yitameh, like the other Ma'akalim, and Arikeli, etc. But Rabbi Akiba was the source. Amale Ravina Ravashe. So Ravinatas of Ashe. Beha Amar Rava. Rava clearly taught us. Lord be Yose Savar can be Akiva. The Lord be Akiva Savar can be Yose. Oh. Which means clearly we know from a statement of Rava, Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold up to be Yose. Now we'll see regarding what. The Gabbara is going to tell us that later. But the other point is significant for us now. Rabbi Yosef does not hold like Rabbi Akiva. Yeah. Meaning he doesn't hold in his business of Yitameh. Yitmah Yitameh. He doesn't hold that uh, you have the ability to Mitameh others. So therefore, which means if an Ochel becomes Tameh, he doesn't hold that it can be Tameh Mashkin, like Rabbi Akiva said. 
What do you mean? If he doesn't hold like the Biakiva, so the way this whole thing is, uh, is out the window. So the Gemara says, Gemara says, Amar le Rabbi Yosef b'shitat Rabbi Akiva Rabbo Amra vele lo svirale. Which means you're right. When Rabbi Yosef was saying his shita, it's not his shita. He's just saying this is what my rabbi would hold. Meaning, since he goes with the Yitameh, and this whole thing is by the Ochlim, so he would probably say it by the Meshkin itself. So now you got to go back. When we learned Rabbi Yosef this whole time, it's right. When it says Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon, it's Rabbi Yosef, Mishitat Rabbi Akiba. But he himself does not hold like this.